Now we're rolling, Damage Plan MMA Podcast. I am Jason, as always, my co-host, Mr. Zach Partridge, in the house. What up, dog? What up? Hey, man. We had a pretty pretty busy weekend. Great weekend of fights. Little some little different this weekend. Fights were a little different, little different scene this weekend for our, the Fierce Challenger series fights. I I thought the environment and the venue was perfect. I it's 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 what I wanted. I I didn't I didn't know how the turnout was going to be at first. I'm like, okay, I mean, I I felt like it could be good, and it exceeded all expectations. the The crowd was going crazy. The fights were freaking bananas from from fight one to fight nine. They were all just everybody brought it. Mason, what's up, man? Thanks. Shout out to Mason for coming down and helping out too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, Mike. The, uh, yeah, like I, I just, it was loud. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it was good, man. Tanner, what's up, man? Uh, dude, hey, should we just start recapping it or is there anything you want else you want to touch on? Okay. I have a crazy story. I already shared it with you, but I'm going to let everybody on the podcast listen and know this. Okay. So I'm dropping off all of our tables and chairs and the place I'm dropping it off at the place that I'm dropping it off at doesn't, they, they were on their lunch break or whatever. And so I was like, that's cool. I'll just go grab some lunch. Well, I'm, I'm hauling this giant trailer with tables and chairs, like a 24 foot trailer with all the tables and chairs from the event. And so I park it across the street at like a Walgreens and I walk across the street at the crosswalk and um and the guy like the little twirler guy goes what does your shirt say and it's our you know contenders fight yeah. club you know contenders shout out roman and contenders and um you know and he goes he, and i said that and he goes hey i got a fight once i beat up a black belt i beat a black belt i was like oh good for you like crazy yeah. dude. by the way crazy if, if for somehow he ever sees this you're crazy. He's, he's crazy. <laughs> he, he he had a clean shaven on the right side of his face. In the left side of his face, he had a full mustache, beard, and goatee. So I'm like, guy does all the math, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and he goes, You want to know how I beat him? And I'm like, How? I'm just waiting for that crosswalk to start flashing. And he goes, He goes, I just did what those guys did over there. And he pointed and he tried to get me to look. And I just like I just looked at him. I was like, okay. Yeah. And he's like, no, but you got to look and see what those guys are doing over there. I was like, uh, uh-uh. yeah. Like, he was trying to set dude, you up. I'm like, this dude's trying. I'm, I'm, I'll never turn my back to somebody that I don't know like that. Like, never, never, yeah. ever. And he goes, oh, you're pretty good. And he goes, yeah. Usually, I take take my knife out and and put the point of it on somebody's kidney to let them know I got them. And I'm, like, and I'm trying to figure out the guy has a knife too. And I'm just like, okay, freak. Um, cool. And he goes, you must've learned that the hard way. I'm like, nope, just common sense. I just don't turn my back to people, dude. Yeah. That's crazy, and man. Went, and I walked, I'm saying, watching over my shoulder. I'm more worried about him running up behind me, stabbing me than yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm crossing the crossroad. <laughs> crazy. Freaking psychos out there, dude. Crazy. You just give him a little liver, liver shot. Boom. Oh. Head kick. Oh my God. Can you just kick. imagine some guy just getting head kicked on the corner of a street? Bountiful Utah. Ooh. Um, dude, let's recap these fights. I'm so Thanks, pumped. Kent. Thanks for coming out. 
yeah, man. Thank you everybody for coming out. It was it was crazy, man. I mean, we'll get to some of these fights, but like standing ovations, crazy, like nuts. Anyways, yeah. all right. We started off the night with uh, Pedro Alcantara and Nate Reinhardt, and you never know. We talk about it all the time on the podcast. We're like, we don't know what these O and O guys are going to bring. We know Reinhardt. Um, he was he at a Wasatch? Wasatch, right? Yep. He was out of Wasatch. Um, Pedro was listed as an independent, but he did make a he did mention a, a jujitsu gym afterwards. And he, yeah. he what gym? I couldn't I didn't hear what gym I, was it. I couldn't catch it either. Um, but he <laughs> uh but I noticed when he said he was an independent, I was watching the fight. He was tr he tried an Ezekiel choke. Did you catch that? I didn't see that. I was like, that's gonna be tough. So like I mean he knew, but he didn't quite know how he to didn't do quite it. know he had gloves. But he was trying. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, look at him. So he comes out and he like shells up in the beginning. I'm like, oh man, this is going to be bad for Nate or for Pedro. And then he throws an overhand and rocks Reinhardt. And I'm like, oh man. And that was just a three round war from then on. It was crazy. Like first fight of the night. It's just bananas. Is that unanimous or split? Split, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, I could be wrong, but it was could have gone either way. It was could have really gone either way. Both guys were in trouble. Both guys were rocking each other. I mean, for two debuters, I mean, bananas, like bananas. Um, Mason gives it fight of the night. I mean, it, I, dude, it had the place right. It started the night off right. It, it the started the night off right. I mean, there's a couple other ones on here. I, I, I it was unanimous. Mason said. Um, I, I, I mean, there's a couple other ones that I'm going to we'll talk about, but it's it's up there. It's up there. Uh, 29, 28. So next up, we had um, uh, Leandro uh, Lucian and Brock Labrum. And this was another one that we actually interviewed a guy from Fusion who fought on the card. And we interviewed a guy from Agima. And they both said that the, that the, the guys from their gym we're going to both bring it. So you and I are just like, holy crap, like this is going to be a bananas fight. And it same thing. Disappoint. And that one didn't disappoint. I'm like, Who, who's going to win? Like, I'm what do you do? I'm shocked there wasn't a knockout in both of those first two fights. Oh, yeah. The shots some of those guys were taking, that was just, yeah, that was crazy. Um, uh, Lucian ended up winning the decision on that one. Um, And then I think... I don't think I got this in order because I don't have the bow order. Was Mickelson fight or the Kulu fight next? Kulu fight was next, Kulu. right? So Kulu and Alatini. Um, yeah, this was, this was, that was a banger too. I mean, Alatini came in there and I think people, the optics were thinking this guy's going to get, I mean, he did end up getting finished, but he showed some really technical standup and he showed a lot of promise in there probably fighting out of his weight class too fighting he'll up a little be, bit don't don't be just fine um he he'll be just fine he, a little bit more training a little more consistent training in his schedule i think he knows now what the expectation level of a fight camp is which you know but dude he came in yeah he knew he knew he probably wasn't going to make weight yep asked for a catch weight Kuz camp gave him a number he hit it right on the money yep showed up like and and brought it like he brought it and gave looked, his opponent plenty of, over a week's heads up on the weight like yeah i yeah. i actually thought that was everything was a really good learning lesson for him he's gonna be great in his and, first fight yeah and cool is terrifying cool was terrifying 
he he is now one and one as an amateur, and you can see him kind of catching a little bit of stride. I, I'd love to see Hema back in there too after you know he gets a you know gets his nutrition dialed in a little bit, maybe at the right weight class, but he, he's gonna be terrifying too. Dude, him uh, at 185. Oof. Maybe have a crack. What did he weigh in at 215? Yeah, they did catch weight at 215. Oh, you get him at 185, he's scared because he he took some shots and didn't even blink. He's just he like hey. Hey, I'm I'm still here. Like, you know, yeah. remind me a little bit of who's that? Kingsley? Yeah, didn't you? He he. Yeah, yeah. I do remember him. Smaller Kingsley. Um, then we had the uh, Mordecai and Mickelson fight, and that one looked like Mordecai was going to just walk away with the, a unanimous thirty twenty seven victory because his wrestling was clearly dominant in the first and second round. And then Mickelson started landing a few shots. He started actually landing them in the, the second mm-hmm. half of that second round. Every time Mordecai would shoot, he started hitting them. And if we showed you pictures of the fight, you would think Mickelson won the fight. If you saw the pictures of the after, because he, he after the fight, but obviously, you know, Mordecai did, did what he needed to do to win those first two rounds. But Mickelson, I mean, super impressive right. fighting a guy with that wrestling pedigree. What a good test for both of them. Mordecai, right? The number one welterweight in Arizona coming, yep. traveling out of state for the first time, going up a weight class to fighting another undefeated fighter. And then Mickelson, a 2-0 and guy, hasn't fought anybody near as tough as Sebastian. And they put on a great, great fight. I didn't totally understand why the crowd was booing. Um, I don't think they like the decision. Obviously, Mickelson, it's it's a hometown fight for Mickelson. Well, okay, but that so for me though, that just doesn't make sense. Like I it, I, it just doesn't make sense to boo the fighter for me. Like it me neither. And I didn't like I mean, I I obviously said something when I was on the mic. I, I didn't like it. And he he did what he needed to do those first two rounds. He he controlled the fight, yeah, got the takedown. <laughs> Freaking wrestlers, man. Um but yeah, Mickelson, I'm excited to see him back in there too because he he's an athlete. He is an athlete. And he showed some freaking punching power too. Um, I, I We might be announcing that Mickelson might be making a quick turnaround. Ooh. And I think people will be very interested in the opponent if what I am, um, what is in the works comes yes. to us. Yes. Um, next up, we had uh, Munoz and DeGray. And DeGray... He looked, I mean, I was, I didn't realize that guy had only had one fight before this because his striking looked good. Munoz is, he's experienced. He had what, seven fights, six, seven fights under his belt already. And, you know, it was a little stand up back and forth a little bit, but the Jackson's Jackson's striking and those leg kicks were just on point. Like he, he looked really good. He (laughs) even got, he he even got props from Joel Harrell, who was commentating. He he liked those leg kicks, obviously. Um, but he's another guy that I think we're going to have to kind of watch out for, man, that he's, he's a talented, talented fighter. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of good 135ers. We, we ended up losing the Trent Lee and our uh, Trevor, uh, yeah, Trent Lee, Trevor Golden fight because uh, Mr. Lee decided he wanted to back out the day of the weigh-ins. Well, I mean, to be fair, like in transparent, um, <clears throat> Trent messaged me that morning and said he had he had a knee injury and he had to pull out. 
and um, it's pretty. It's a pretty hard sell when I'm messaging with one of his trading partners who didn't know he had a knee injury. Yeah. It's like you trained with him and you didn't even know, but he's saying it was so bad. He couldn't even shadow box. And I'm like, man, if I had a trading partner and that I would work closely with, if I, if I was with, you know, Cole Faust or whatever, and he had a significant injury. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'd know about it. Yeah. But not just not a good look, whether, whether, he had an injury or not. That's for not for us or me to anybody to decide. Um, yeah. But the lack of communication with the promotion and with your coaches and teammate, um, it just makes it so you look like you have a bad look. It's just a bad look. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was a bad look and it is bummed because Trevor had a lot of people there. He's uh, he, um, he lost a lot of weight to get ready for this fight. Like he looked good. He looked ready. Um yeah, hopefully we'll hopefully we'll get to see Trevor in there yep. soon. Um, all right, then we started off with the amateur title fight, the bantamweight title fight. First was David Kim and Edgar Sordo, um, bananas fight. Like David comes out, lands a huge overhand, best comeback um, you've ever seen. That was impressive. I mean, I mean, all transparency, all transparency. Edgar was down 30-26 going into that fourth round on the scorecards. And da- David had his back multiple times. Rear naked choke. Round. I mean, it's it was right Every in round. front of us. Like the choke was under the chin. That triangle was tight. And yeah. he and Edgar just I, I hey, the guy's a stud, man. Like he fought through that. Um shout ended up ended up landing some hardened shots and shout out to Anthony Lobato and uh and Bobby King. They they had they had him ready and and Edgar coming off a long layoff. Yeah, I was just getting ready to say that. I yep. Mean, I don't I don't know, but he dude, you know what it looked like in that fourth round? Yeah. Kind of just looked like he was pissed. Yeah. He was just like, screw this. Like, I'm beat this kid. He 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 had a gear to flip it into that David. He did it, yeah. He uh he definitely flipped a switch there in those later rounds. You could see those punches were a little sharper in that fourth round. Um I mean, come on, like, spent a lot of energy trying to get him out of there. Yeah. That uh, suplex was sick. That might have been the best <laughs> suplex I've ever seen in my life. Oh, that was nasty. Hey, and, and David will be back. You know, David will be back. Oh, yeah. He's, he's he's still one of my favorite fighters to watch. Just his attitude leading up to it. I mean, I've never seen a guy smile so much before a fight than David. Like, he was, he couldn't keep a smile off his face at the weigh ins. And then he walks in the cage. He's got the same smile on his face. It's like, this. This kid's loving it, man. He's loving the moment. He's Walks enjoying out it. With some, uh, some. Uh, what was it was it? from. It was from Gladiator. Opera. Yeah, it was from Gladiator. Hey, we made that happen too. I didn't think we'd be able to find that, but we ended up finding that song for you, David. Good for you. Yeah. Those hammer fists said, "Quit grabbing my leg," but the suplex was the joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those hammer fists. Um, and then the fight that brought the fans. I mean, they were already on their feet for all the other fights, but the fight, the, the, this was my fight of the night. Will Dean and Dane Darlington, these two guys, they, Zane controlled it for the first two rounds. Wrestling was controlling it, but then you started to see Willie, Willie, William Dean pick it up. I don't know if, does he go by Willie? I would just like to call him. Will. Willie. Sorry, Will, if you're, Will, Will, if you're mad, Willie D from the ghetto. Don't boys. Make it we'll mad. beat the brakes off you boy. I know I've, I've seen that shot, that overhand he landed. I don't know. I want to stay away from that thing. Um, 
but he started to get he started to get his his jab out there in that third round and started touching Zane a little bit and it was cool. I don't know if you could hear it, but they were they were they were talking back and forth to each other. Um I couldn't tell what they were being what was being said, but yeah, Zane was pointing at him a couple times every time he missed something and uh but yeah, William Dean with that the big shot ended up uh, getting the KO and he is now um he is now your amateur lightweight champion for the Fierce Challenger mean, Series. Yeah. So there'll be a Fierce Fighting Championship, like amateur champion, but it was it was a Challenger Series. So, yeah, that's it, it's not like he's a Challenger Series champion. Yeah, he. But, but uh, and those two will be fighting at defending at the Maverick Center, right? Probably is it just I mean it's up to them, but yeah, they, they if they want their next fights to be at the Maverick Center, they they absolutely have earned that right. They both with those performances, I'd say they they definitely earned it. I don't but, know for sure if this is fair, but I just think that Zane had the fight in where he wanted it so much. Yeah, I don't know if he relaxed or started to underestimate will but will does a couple things exceptionally well yeah and one of those is he's he stays incredibly composed whether he's winning or losing he he executes a game plan I'm he seeing, did. i've seen him do it do it multiple fights now where he just executes game plans to a t and uh well you could hear um ace and christian in in zane's corner I hope I'm not speaking out of place, but it didn't sound like they were too high. It sounded like Zane was getting a little bit off of the game plan a little bit yeah. with some of the things that he was doing in there, maybe getting a little too comfortable, a little yeah. too relaxed. Um, and look, he's a young kid. He'll, he'll come back. The guy's got all the, he's talented. Um, but yeah, shout out to William Dean, man. That, that was, if that place was going nuts after that knockout, crazy. Yeah. Will's. Yeah, he 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 actually messaged me, and I I I think he was trying to work on his stand up a little bit more, and and try to show he has some stand up in that fight. Uh, Zane, I'm talking about Zane, yeah. um, and he kind of went away from the wrestling that that won him those first two rounds. Dude, look, the kid will be back, man. They're they're both studs, both um, studs, both studs for sure. But Mr. Dean is our lightweight champion, and how you know what else was awesome? about that venue is all the fighters were up top of the bleachers and they got to watch their teammates fighting. And it was freaking cool, man. It yeah, was, it, it was, was such a cool environment. Um, and then next fight up, we had, uh, will iron will Gibson and Alden Ashcroft. And that was a very technical, which we thought very technical standup fight is, is exactly what we talked about. We I don't know how it would go. I, I, I mentioned to somebody before, I said, I actually think that fight will go to a decision. I think both of them's fight IQ was so good that they'd just be playing a chess match. And they did that, that Will just did a few things that Alden just couldn't quite either find his rhythm or have an answer for. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, my, uh, yeah, there's there, there'll be footage up of that real soon. I don't know how Alden makes 170 because he is he freaking phenomenal. He is ginormous for 170. I'm like, he's about the same size as Zane Darling. Wow, yeah, I mean, and Zane makes 155. I'm I like, know, dude, no, I, but Alden, I think, uh, yeah, it just, just wasn't we, his night. 
for those that haven't seen Will Gibson before, we've had an opportunity to watch him before and call call him <laughs> fight. And we had a little backstory from him from Mr. Chris Curtis kind of told us his little backstory. And the guy is he's talented, he man. Fight. He can fight. He you very, know, very high fight IQ. He's come up to Salt Lake now beating Johan Rubio and Alden Ashcroft. They're probably okay. our two best 170ers. If I mean, I can't think of another 170 that we have. Right. I mean, who who else is there at 170 locally that's better than those two guys? It's just clear cut better. It's I clear mean, cut you know, better. I don't. I, we'd have to. We have to search because I don't know right off the top of my head. Yeah. So that um, that was a good. I mean, that's a. Carson Hardman. I, Carson just has a ton more experience, right? He has a lot more experience. I think will. Um, oh, there it is, right there. There's our guy, Scott Bowler, one seventy. Iron Iron Will Gibson versus Scott Bowler at one seventy. Maverick Center, June 25th. Scott, you better start cutting right now. Get in the sauna. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, um, man. Thanks, Scott. We have uh, – um, no, I mean, guys, yeah, let's not get too ahead of it. Will's 2-0. and That's a great start. 2-0. Great start. Very promising. He's got a – I think he has a bright future. Um, let's calm down. Like Carson, dude, Carson's the man. He's been put, doing it here for a long time and has gone to other shows and knocked people out with those, with those hands. Um, I, 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 would, I, I, I think the world of Carson. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I think, yeah, but I mean, Will's on his way. Will is on his way. He's at a good that, camp. Uh, that could be, that could be a fun fight down the road. We'll get some more wins, you know? Hmm. Um, then we had our main event, Marco Sanchez and the greatest Greg Ellis coming up from Las Vegas. Um, Greg oh, just and Carson, Carson and Will are managed by the same people though. So that fight probably. Oh, they fight all the, they do that all the time. On regional shows. Um, yeah. So, so Gre Greg Ellis, Marco Sanchez main event. Um, Greg came up here, came up here from Vegas and, and got the win. He's a he's a huge 185 or two. Can you imagine him at 170? I'm standing next to him in the cage and he's like, I need a bigger cage. I need a bigger bed next time. I'm like, dude, you can have whatever you want. Just don't freaking throw one of those head kicks at me, bro. Like, holy crap. Nicest yeah. guy in the world. Super nice, super respectful. You know what I loved about that show? Yeah. Every single fighter was cool. You know, and and I'm I have to say this on air because we, we talked a lot. There was a lot of first time people there. The show is in Orem out of high school. Um, very grateful for, for them to let, and they all loved it. Our, our cage side doctor had never been to the fights before. And the first thing he said to me was, I did not realize that everybody was going to be so respectful towards each other after they got through fighting. And I said, this, that's, this is, that's the misconception about, MMA. And I think once people start seeing that, hey, this isn't just some barbaric, you know, barroom brawl, smash beer bottles over each other's head and walk away. It's like, no, these these guys are this is a lot of the for a lot of these guys, this is their life. This is how these guys are making a paycheck. These guys are training three, four hours a day, their nutrition, their sleep. You know, I I got a chance to sit and chat with Zane and, and Christian while he was cutting his weight on Friday and and uh, 
you know, Kristen was just telling me how regimented regimented he is with everything, diet, sleep, training. It's like, that's impressive. Well, well we're seeing it now, right? We're seeing yeah. it. Yeah. Um, these guys, I think the majority of fighters um, are starting to, it used to be the problem is too, too many fighters were just brawler, tough guys. Yeah. One discipline. And even if it wasn't discipline, they could just hit harder and take shots, right? Yep. And just kind of brawlers or just a wrestler or whatever. Yep. Um, I think the tide's gotten turned now or even on the regional scene. If you want to do this, there are more guys that look at themselves in the mirror and say, I'm an I'm a future professional athlete or I'm a professional athlete. So they're starting to live their life like that now rather than a just, you know, like just who cares? Like, you know, it's like the difference between like the, the NFL players that get fat during the off season and then ha- have to get back in shape or the ones yeah. that show up in shape. Yeah. Right? Or, you know, the basketball players that, you know, get out of shape and have to get back in shape. Um, now we're starting and, and for fights. I mean, I think there's still a lot of fighters that they get completely out of shape and then have to get back in shape. Yeah, that mantra of like you don't have to get ready if you stay ready. That's starting to become like this, like the 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 way it is now. Like if you want to be serious in this sport, like yeah. the pinnacle for me is Cole Faust, right? Like I look yeah. at him. He yep. he's 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 not a fighter when he's in fight camp. He, he, it's his job. I mean, it's it's 365. Now, I mean, he eats a little bit better and stuff, and and can cheat a little when he's not in fight camp. But that kid's never out of control. You know, that kid, that, that kid's never, never, you know, not ready. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're, they're professional athletes now and they they look like it. It's, and it's, it's starting, obviously you give props to the fighters and it's starting at the, at the gyms too. Every gym is top to bottom from Utah, from Ogden to St. George. Logan. We have some Logan. Uh, yeah. Logan to, to St. George. Um, we have some very good talented coaches. Oh yeah. And fighters. I oh, mean, yeah. I don't care where you are, Tooele, wherever you are, you can go and <laughs> sorry, you can go and get high quality training. Cold chubby cheeks. <laughs> Tony, I'm here. Just... You can screenshot that and send it to him. Um, but no, man, I'm super impressed. Super grateful for Agima for letting us hold the weigh-ins at their gym. Um, all their, there were six fighters from, from Agima there on the card. There was, what do we have? Three from Wasatch. Um, yeah. it, it, it was just phenomenal. Just a great night, great atmosphere. Everybody loved it. Um, yeah, it was, it was great, man. I, I, I was blown away by everything that night. It was great. Yeah. I can't wait for the next one. When's the next one? Let's have another one. Can we do it again next weekend? <laughs> Go for it. It was definitely a long, long day for us, but it was well worth it by the end of the night. I'm still we, tired. We we tried to go get some food afterwards, but it's a little hard, to, a little difficult to get food in Orem at 11 o'clock at night. When you're pulling a 24 foot trailer and, and then, and then your other buddy blew, blows, out, a blows out their tire running over a curb. Well, you know why he did that, right? We got to blame that on you because you took the wrong turn and then turned left on the one way. You turned you turned on the one way. 
That was a one way you turned on. It's not my fault. You didn't have to follow me. <laughs> he he didn't. He turned right to go on the one way and had to make a U turn back. <laughs> exactly. I looked up. I was smart enough to look up and realize there's no way I was making that turn pulling a 24 foot trailer. No, you I definitely went down the wrong you, way. You made the right decision, but there were starting to be cars coming. So I turned right and I'm like, okay, I'll go up. And I saw the I curb. Me, dog. No way. I saw the curb, but the guy behind me clearly didn't and blew out his tire. Sorry, Sajin. <laughs> oh yeah. man Just thank uh, you to everybody that came and helped you know it's a good team effort it's it great fun. effort mason trunzo you guys are awesome mandy shout out to mandy shout out to critical fit cbd in asia who yeah. this is the second time now she has helped I, I bailed me out man when i've been in like Maverick Center, I'm going crazy getting the booth set up. I can barely walk because my knee's jacked up, and she's running around helping me get tickets to people. Um, she helped run our my booth for me. Huge shout-out to Critical Fit CBD. I put the website down there. Use the code DAMAGEPLAN20. You can get 20% off all your CBD products. Those guys are freaking amazing. Love those guys. And a sponsor of the show. So, Absolutely. And Of course, Mason. Of course. We will have you, Mason. Um, so June 25th, Maverick Center, right? Yeah. Watch, watch online for the little teaser poster. Can we, can we say the main event? The main event? I already dropped the main event and the co-main event on U92. Sorry. I, sure. you can, you can yell at me after we're off air, but I did. <laughs> yeah. Um, the main event is Fabio from Team Link. I don't know, Scott, you better fill out your medicals. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah no our main event is fabio sorrel from team link versus uh Armarsana. i'm not gonna say his last name the mongol for our vacant pro lightweight title that's, that's gonna be i think that fight that's, is bonkers as i like to say that's that's a fight you see on like a ufc undercard like that's a very high level fight yeah, it'll be really two good. pros that have been around. The Mongolian fought in one. Fabio's been around. It's eleven and seven versus eight and three. It'll be it's, it'll be a really good fight. It's a very high level pro fight. And uh, and then our co-main event will be uh, Ben Mo is coming to the Maverick Center, and he will be fighting a newly crowned pro heavyweight champ from another um, promotion. His name's Cameron Chisholm. He's three and one. Um, very good striker as well. And um, those two big boys are going to get in there for the co-main event and and put on a show. That's going to be good. Um, okay, yeah, so Jerome Hatch will be on the card. What? Um, Casey Radden's Casey coming Radden. back to Salt Lake City. Um, our boy Dom Salas. Hey, shout out to Dom. He looked phenomenal. He's been yeah. changing up some things with his diet. He yeah. looked he looked great at the fights. Yeah. Um, he's made he, some cha lifestyle changes. Dom, props, Dom. I, I I love seeing it, brother. Keep doing what you're doing. E Eli, uh, Eli Barzaeus, uh, Natan Levy's protege. Make You've seen him fight up here before. He watch um, out for that kid. Lehi Dominguez will be back in the fierce cage. Nicole Fuga from Magima will be back in the cage on a full camp this time, at 145 pounds this time and no nicole sang, i'm sorry at 155 nicole sang the national anthem last week she killed it was crushed she killed it. it with the national anthem. i'm like yeah. what she can fight and sing like what we, have, we, have a, we do have an amateur title fight 
uh, featherweight, amateur featherweight t- title Ooh. fight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Zach Hamilton versus Raymond Lawley from SPG Idaho is coming Ooh. down. It's 3 okay. uh, Yeah. We, I mean, yeah. June 25th is going to be sick. We got some combat jujitsu just got approved. Oh, yes, that's right. Can we say who, who it is? Who's doing the combat jujitsu match? Can I yeah. say that? Yeah. So Samson, Samson Famabot against Warren Wein, Weingutter. Did I say his name white? So Weingutter. Warren from, from Mori Academy. He's legit. These guys have actually grappled against each other about three years ago at PGI. Um, this is going to be good. That's going to be a great fight. Steve Seiler was in the house. Hey, we've, hey, I got to give a shout out to Blake. Blake and Joel Harrell uh, were commentating, and Blake came dressed up like John Anik. He had 18 pages of notes. He did a phenomenal job. I ended up getting to call one fight with him. I can't wait to call more fights with Blake because he, when you originally told me we had a new, a new guy coming in to commentate, I'm like, dude, I don't want another new guy commentating. Who is this kid? And I met him at the weigh-ins. I was like, I really like this kid. And he he is he's good. You could tell he's passionate about it. He'll be on I, the mic June 25th at the Maverick Center. We're actually gonna, I actually had a talk with him, and we're actually gonna have him come on the podcast a couple times and help out with some interviews, some yeah. fill-in if you or I are busy. But he uh he did a great job, man. He he was very well prepared. And did you I don't know if you saw how animated he was, but he you know he's gonna fit right in when he's getting out of his seat and he's checking for angles and it was great, man. It was a, it was a very fun night. So, all the fights were matched. I, they, I mean, I had somebody tell me there wasn't one fight where once the fight started, I was like, "Oh, this guy's gonna this guy's gonna kill this guy." I was like, "I don't know who's gonna win." In the first minute of the fight, I don't think there was one fight where you could say, "I think this guy's gonna I think this guy's gonna win." Tried my best. <laughs> oh, Scott Bowler. Oh man. Hey, who, oh, so who? So your your folks. Your fight of the night was uh, we'll David Darlington. Darlington. Yep. I'm gonna go with um, Reinhardt and Alicanter. I'm gonna say knockout of the night. Will definitely Dean. William William Dean. Uh, uh, Ellis had a pretty good knockout too, because that one was. Almost at the buzzer. It was right Maybe at the ten, 10 second clapper. It was like the ten second clapper. Right at the ten second clapper. Um, I'm not mistaken. But uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, comeback of the night. Uh, Edgar Sordo with with the comeback. I just, I mean, every yeah. fight was good. We, we, we could almost give David Kim a performance of the night with how phenomenal he looked. He, I mean. I hate to be the next guy he fights because you know how much he's going to learn from that. And he's just going to come oh. back even better. Yeah. I, I, yeah, he's, yeah, it's good. Uh, good. Good learning yeah. experience all the way around. Um, What else do we got? We got anything else? We covered everything. You didn't watch the fights. I watched a couple of them. I don't watch any UFC fights. Yeah. Guess what? I, I'm, I'm starting to admit it. I'm cooling on some of the fight nights. Not that they aren't good. Not that they're not great, that I would love to be entertained, but matchmaking I mean, and all this all the time. I like some weekends. When, I'm like, I'm good on the MMA stuff. When know? we're when we're having to drive down to Provo and be there at four o'clock for weigh-ins and stay there till nine. I was up at four. I could not sleep. I was up at four in the morning on Saturday, and then we're at the high school from eleven till what time do we get out of there? Eleven thirty. Eleven. Eleven. 
that was after breaking everything down. Fights were over with by nine. So quick, easy, fun night. I, yeah, it's the beginning of the end, Zach. <laughs> I feel, I, I feel it coming. It's, uh, it's yeah, it's hard. Watching man. every UFC card have probably come to an end for me. Yeah. Uh, hey, man, I can't wait for June twenty fifth. Fans will definitely be in for a uh, a treat with having some jujitsu matches on there. To couple this couple is... women's tournaments before the card. So if you want to come early to the fights, that'll get announced. But if you want to come early to the fights, you'll be able to come early and watch some high level jujitsu matches. Thanks, Dutch. And Shout then... out to Dutch for hey Dutch Dan Coaching. and Steven, all improvising. They're sitting on twelve packs of cokes. <laughs> So they could see, so they could see the action. They both, they all come walking in with the the twelve packs, and I'm like, "What do you guys? I'm I'm thinking they're like mixing drinks or something. I don't know what these guys are doing." And yeah. I look over there, and they're all sitting on two, two 12 packs of cokes, just sitting up there. Man, we have the best judges. A high up, but yeah, we have the best judges. And no, they weren't drinking. Um, Diet Dr Pepper. The fans probably thought they were drinking after after uh, the Mordecai fight, and Drew Mickelson fight, but they they definitely weren't. They got that right. Hey oh, Dutch, right. watch that Caitlin Vieira and Holly Holm fight, Dutch, and let me know what you think. And if Farragher's listen first, if you guys are listening, watch that fight and give me your opinion. I posted about it in the group. Yeah. Don't disagree with the decision. I don't agree or disagree. I'll just say it wasn't a robbery. Let's just put it. Let's just say that. That word probably gets thrown around a little too much. Yeah. Robbery. I just, I mean, DC was complaining about Jackson Wink posted something. And it's like two dollars. Jackson might be a little biased. He's right? definitely a little biased. And I'm like, yeah. you weren't saying that of any of the John Jones's couple last couple fights, but yeah. hey, hey. Uh DC, I don't know. It's whatever. You know, I mean, I try not to listen to the commentary, but even listening to the commentary, Felder. Anik, every one of them said, hey, Vieira's landing the harder shots. Holly's rushing in. And every time she would rush in, she threw the same combinations and she got caught coming in every time. Hard shots. But anyways, we already said that. Uh, all right. We'll be back uh, probably Friday for a quick breakdown. What do we got this Friday? Who's fighting this Breakdown. Week? And then I think we're trying to get uh, Ace, Aaron Reyes. Well, yeah, let's get him on. Day. Let's get him on on Friday. Let's get him just, on on Friday. He has a new fight, not new fight promotion, bringing yeah. back the whole fight promotion, um, Crown Fighting Championships in St. George, August 27th. It's uh, in talking Hur about Hurricane. Is it in Hurricane? Hurricane, St. George. Is that the same? Pretty much. Same diff for me. Um. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks, Dutch. They, they have a nice little team down there, man. I I had a really good time chatting it up they're all so nice they're all so cool that was, that, was, that was the best thing about the weekend for me is yeah everybody was so nice and cool respectful just, of their opponents like dude it was all good like it, that was what mma should be for me like i that, that's what I, that was my favorite thing about the weekend i think is that we didn't have any we didn't have anything that goes oh this isn't a good look on the sport we didn't no. have one thing and and we got we got new eyes on the sport and that's something you and I talked about when we started this podcast. One, we wanted to do this for the fighters, for the local MMA, MMA community here in Utah. And two, our goal was we wanted to bring new eyes to the sport, not just the same, you know, Hey, if Zach's fighting, I'm going to come watch Zach fight. No, we wanted the guy that's sitting home on a Saturday night that doesn't realize that we have 
great fights here locally that you can come watch for 25 bucks all the time now all the time i mean all over the state now royals back we've always had fight good fights in salt lake county now we'll start getting uh good fights traveling around the state again and and it's gonna be good the mma scene in utah is it's good the first in the corners only had a water bottle. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Dude, Pedro, Pedro <laughs> only had a water bottle. No I'm, bucket, no anything. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. When I saw Pe- I, I, you know, you never judge a book by its cover. Pedro, I don't you mean, I'm not, no disrespect. I judged him a little bit. I'm like, Pedro, he's independent. Like, who is this guy? Super impressive. Like, <laughs> I, I, yeah, you just don't judge a book by its cover, man. Pedro, I, I can't wait to see Pedro back in there. Dude. I want to see him finish that Ezekiel choke. Yeah. Um, all, all right, right man. man. Well, we'll get out of here. Thank you guys. Thank you everybody for showing up. Thank you everybody for the support. You guys are awesome. We out.